Hi, and welcome to what's looking like a two-podcast episode kind of day. I think we have to miss tomorrow because I will be out at the zoo in the morning. And Bethany and I are uh, scheduled to record here in less than an hour. But um, Daniel, Daniel Finkel reached out to me. Uh, he said he Googled uh, area media, and I showed up, and some others as well. Uh, I got a piece of mail, and it had uh, vouchers for house tours for the Old West End, and I've tried to connect with Dan and keep an eye on him. What he's got going on, I believe he is the Old West End Festi- uh, Festival organizer, or at least he is conveying what people like me in the media and beyond need to know so we can get you the information. I thank Dan for giving me about 10 minutes to give the rundown of what's happening. Um, we touch on it briefly here, but i got to tell you, there are... Um, There are a couple of dozen food trucks, and I didn't want to interrupt Dan, but I'll throw this to you now. There are a lot of food trucks that I have never heard of. I know that you go to certain places for food trucks you like. You follow these places around. It's like you follow bands on tour. You follow food trucks on tour. I'm not familiar with a lot of these, but that's not a bad thing at all. Let me read some of these for you. Oh, wait, Mustache Mike's? That's Italian ice. It's super good. Uh, K&K Funnel Cakes, Porky Sweet Spot, Maybe Cheese Born With It, Frankly Plant-Based Kitchen, and a bunch more. I'll share this on social, but there's a lot to look forward to. The neighborhood gets uh, gets going tonight, but with the public and everything else, I'll leave it away to Dan right here. Hello, this is Dan. Hi, Dan. It's Eric Chase. Hello, Eric. How are you? I am doing really well, thank you. Not, uh, not too frantic? Not too overwhelmed? <laughs> well... Uh, not frantic, maybe a little overwhelmed. We'll, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm getting it done. Okay. Um, couple of, uh, I'm recording now and I'm going to slap this on today's podcast. So thanks for taking a couple of minutes. Um, I know it's, it's probably been absolutely nutty and tonight there is like a kickoff party, right? That's correct. Tell me about that. Is that open to the public or is that, is that just for the neighborhood? Uh, tonight is just for the neighborhood. Um, we're doing uh, a little party in, in the park from 6 to 10 p.m., but we have invited the public to come early to festival on Friday night from 6 to 10. So same format. It's in the Arboretum, which is on the corner of Delaware and Robinwood. Mm-hmm. Um, and from 6 to 10 p.m., the beer garden will be up and running so people can can get a beverage uh the food trucks will be uh some of them will be operational and of course we'll have music as well are there more food trucks this year than there have been in years past i looked at the instagram post that went up and there had to have been a couple of dozen on there at least yeah i don't know if we've set a new record (laughs) but As you might know, uh, the the gentleman that used to run the food trucks, Dennis Lang, uh, passed away. Oh, um, okay. he, he was a neighbor that uh, was very instrumental in our neighborhood in um, organizing all kinds of things, and he always organized the food trucks, and I know we at least did as well as he did, uh, if not added a couple of food trucks. So um, the person who has, has picked up that torch um just knocked it out of the park and and did a great job and and we have more food trucks in in more locations Mm -hmm. so one of the big things about festival this year is we've expanded it to glenwood park 
um, which is near Glenwood School on Robinwood, uh, between Collins and Nestlewood. Uh, in that area, we've got food trucks, we've got music, we've got children's activities, and that's a new location for us this year. You know, normally um, the 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 anchor of festival is, you know, that art fair by the museum. There's the bazaar there that's by the museum, the marketplace, and uh, food trucks and so on and so forth. And then, of course, everybody is familiar with, and it's growing in popularity, the Agnes Reynolds Jackson Arboretum, where we have the beer garden, more food trucks, uh, more music, and so on and so forth. But now, carry that farther along, almost down to Central Avenue, we've added that third location this year. We're very excited about that. What was behind the decision to add that location? What I mean, the festival seemingly has been growing, although who the heck knows what would have happened over the last two years. When did you guys decide to greenlight that and, and move forward with it? Uh, you know, we've this has been something that I think has been in the works for a while because one of the things that we've we've really tried to do as the Old West End Association and the Old West End neighborhood is make sure that when people think about the Old West End, I mean, of course they think about the Libby Mansion and the beautiful houses that are right down by the museum that are, you know, big, massive, um, they're mansions. But if you push the out, you know, towards the edges of the Old West End, I think people forget that it's a neighborhood that has a lot of different home styles. You know, they're not all, you know, giant behemoth uh, uh, mansions. Uh, there are regular houses, and you can find many of those houses as you push farther out from, from that area. And really, actually, <clears throat> you know, right across the street from, uh, um, you, you know, Collingwood is a major you know, street that borders the Old West End historic district. But the Old West End is not just the historic district. It really expands past that. And so part of adding that park is to just say, hey, there's more to the Old West End than what you think is the Old West End historic district. It includes a lot of uh, the neighborhood that's kind of forgotten sometimes. Uh, yeah, one of my questions I wanted to run by you was: there's the the things people are probably pretty familiar with: the house tours, the parade, the house parties, the food trucks, and everything else. But is there like a secret gem that people people will often overlook? And it sounds like you're trying to remedy that with the addition of uh, of Glenwood. Yeah, we really want people to walk and explore more of the neighborhood. And I, we think that, you know, by having Glenwood Park be part of this, you know, people will be pushed northward towards Central Avenue, um, and, and they'll begin to take note of those homes as well as, you know, the homes that are closer to the museum. Um, I read in the Blade today there was a gentleman named Landon King who moved into the neighborhood, uh, I guess, last summer. And then uh, it sounds like you and your the old West End cabal approached him and said, how'd you like to, to be on the house tour? What, what did, how did that all unfold? <laughs> well, you know, we... It's always a challenge, right, to find people that are really willing to open up their homes to thousands of people. I mean, when when the house tours happen, we I mean, thousands of people go through these houses. Yeah. So it's a really big ask, um, and so we're super grateful to 
anyone that we approach who says, yeah, I'll do that. Um, because you sort of, you, you really lose your house for a weekend. Um, you know, as from, uh, from the homeowner perspective, you, 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 you get to return to your home after the house tours are over at night. And of course you can sleep in your bed, but you're kind of pushed out of your house during the day. Right. Um, and so we're very grateful to anyone, um, that agrees to put their home on tour. One of the misconceptions I had when I first moved here years ago about the old West End Festival, um, how many years have you been there? Me personally in yeah. the neighborhood? Yeah. I, I moved to the neighborhood in 2011. Okay. But I, I had been exposed to the neighborhood before that because I had friends who lived in the neighborhood. Got it. Um, so it, it's been a while for me. Um, but, there, you know, there are people that have lived there for, for decades and decades. A friend of mine named Philip Taylor. Does that ring a bell? Uh, it does not, no. Uh, uh, Philip has since moved to, to London. He was one of my old my old radio friends, the old radio station. And um, he got me excited to come out because he lived there and he, all the all the enjoyable things he loved about the neighborhood. And he told me about the house tours. And I was like, oh, this is great. I've driven by there. I knew some people there. I want to go check out all these houses. Like, no, 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 not, not all of them. There's like five. Don't Just don't go walking into people's homes. <laughs> well, you know, th- there are... Yes, a limited number of houses on tour. In 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 this case, there's five this year. That's a very typical number. That's kind of the 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 number that we shoot for. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of front porches yeah. that are inviting and welcoming to people that are going to be walking through the neighborhood. Um, there are people that will basically invite the public to their front yard party where, you know, bands are playing on the front porch and entertainment is taking place. You know, so there's there's official things, right, that take place during festival that are on the schedule and listed on the map. But, man, if you start moving those feet and walking through the neighborhood, you're going to find a lot of other things that are happening, and uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. There's a woman that I know, and, and um, she's a little older than me, but her name is Therese King. Um, when I lived downtown, she was my neighbor in St. Clair Village, <clears throat> and uh, I was supposed to go with her and my old neighbor to, to the festival one night, and I said, I'm, I can't make it with you guys. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to the parade and blah, blah, blah. Well, I had then learned that I shouldn't go anywhere with Therese, and you might recognize her if you saw her, because my old neighbor told me that it took her exactly 75 minutes to walk one block because Therese is just such old blood and knows everybody. And that's one of the great things about the Old West End Festival. There's so many different people coming together. So many, it's 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 another kind of opening day um, where we get to see old faces, new faces, and some people get really enlightened by a neighborhood they've heard about, but they finally get to explore and experience. It's funny that you say that because that's one of the features of the Old West End. As as somebody who lives there, is that when you, you know, when the weather gets nice and people start walking. Um, and people start sitting on their front porches, it's very difficult to go for a walk and not stop several times along the way to, to chat with somebody that's sitting out on their front porch. Last last couple of things, because I don't want to take up too much of your time. I'm, I'm thankful you could give me some. Uh, give me some parade details and then where everybody could get, get like, uh, go to a link to find a map and whatever else they might need to enjoy the weekend. Yeah, so a couple things that are important to know. Obviously, the, per, the, the, the pre-party, Friday night from 6 to 10 in the Arboretum, that'll be fun. Um, the parade really is the kickoff uh, 
you know, on Saturday morning to the festival. Um, that map of the parade route can be found online and basically anything you'd ever want to know about festival on uh, you go to ToledoOldWestEnd.com, and there's a, a link for the festival and a drop-down menu with all kinds of uh, information in there, maps, interactive maps, even for the, um, for the yard sales that you'll find throughout the neighborhood. The children's activities, that's important for people to know because this festival is a family-friendly festival. You bring the kids out, and we've got children's activities in multiple locations. So that's important to know. If you're a runner, we got a 5K on uh, Sunday morning. So lots of lots of things to do, and all of it can be found at ToledoOldWestEnd.com. To me, this is the um, unofficial, however you want to call it. To me, this is the kickoff of summer in Toledo. Um, I thought we were going to sneak this thing in last year, but we, we couldn't get the vaccines rolled out just quick enough, and I know we wanted to be as safe as possible. Um, it's great to have it back. Good to connect with you. Thanks for taking a couple minutes. And by the way, you were, you were extremely good about getting this information out. Well, thank you. It's uh, it's my second year doing this job. I did it in 2019, and then, of course, no festival 2020 and 2021. Um, so this is my second year doing it, and I hope to be better at it in 2023. We'll see. Uh, but I'm very excited about uh, having festival back for this year and excited to invite everyone to come into the neighborhood and, and show it off and uh, see what we're all about. It's going to be a blast. Dan, uh, thanks again for connecting. Thanks for sending me the uh, the house the house tour tickets I get, gave them out at an event of mine a couple of weeks ago. So good luck with everything this weekend. Perhaps I will run into you. Um, your head will likely be, be spinning, so I'll just look for that person. If not, have a, <laughs> have a phenomenal weekend. Thank you so much. Take care, Dan. Bye-bye.